the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hosts of Like It Matters Radio heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee is the reason congressional Democrats were not briefed before U.S. Special Forces killed the Islamic State terrorist group leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi over the weekend in Syria. I think Adam Schiff is the biggest leaker in Washington. You know that. I know that. We all know that. I've watched Adam Schiff leak. He's a corrupt politician. He's a leaker like nobody's ever seen before. The president spoke to reporters this morning at Andrews Air Force Base in Maryland. A survey finds a measure of hiring by U.S. companies has fallen to a seven-year low, and fewer employers are raising pay right now. There's still a, um, a need for high-skilled workers. That's where the greatest need is and where firms uh, uh, report having the greatest difficulty uh, tracking and retaining uh, workers. Investors appear happy this morning on Wall Street. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 174 points. This is SRN News. The effects of domestic violence are lasting and intense. Roughly one in four women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence by a partner in their lifetime. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Know that if you are in an abusive situation, there is hope and help. The National Domestic Violence Hotline is 800-799-SAFE. Consider donating your time or financially to women's shelters here in the Twin Cities. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. I'm Lee Michaels here on Wellness 1570. You can listen to us through your smartphone with our mobile app. A lot of people doing that. They're very convenient. We're on TuneIn and iHeartRadio, soon to come to radio.com. And your Amazon smart speaker. All fantastic ways to listen. Your forecast then for today, partly cloudy. Should see a high around 38, so a little chilly. 27 overnight tonight. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. My name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. 
So they called this company they heard on the radio called the Tax Doctor. And the Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about keeping the change. You know, that one thing about change, change is one of those hard things. It's one of the constants in life, Uh, but change is one of those things that's part of life, and yet we're afraid of it. We need it, but we don't want it. Uh, We encourage it. We uh, pray about it. We talk to other people about it. And then when it becomes time to do it, something happens along the way. Something happens along the way. Uh, The plural plural of change. The process of causing a function, practice, or thing to become different somehow compared to what what it is at present or what it was in the past. That's change. It's colloquial terms. Term describing the effects or outcomes after the transition or transformation of a function, method, or thing. For example, a person may state that since the changes in the manufacturing process, his job has been a lot safer. Change. So why do I bring this up? Oh, I was in Sturgis for a week. Man, I got to tell you, it's a lot of work. Uncomfortable. Sharing a room with four or five guys. um, Not really being in control of our own time. Uh, A lot of times, uh, basically, donating our time and, and being a steward steward of that time and serving other people. And so, uh, phenomenal. I love going to Sturgis. It uh, gets me re-centered, grounded. But, you know, it is interesting coming back home. And um, coming back home, I got this uh, text from one of the uh, guys I was on the mission trip with. He's a graduate as well. And he said, you know, Black, it's hard to go home after being loved on for a week and to go home and be ignored. Very lonely. And see, that's what I'm going to talk about today because there's a lot of lonely people out there. And you know, there's a lot of things that we can do to cause some change, to create some change. But if we go out and do this or do that or go away to the experience or go away to that experience and we come back and we don't keep the change, we actually becomes a, we become a little harder hearted, if you will. And so, you know, how Lindsay said it best, men can live about 40 days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without hair, and without air, <laughs> but only for one second without hope. And today I want to talk about how do we keep that change? How do we keep that change? And by the way, it is necessary change. We need a lot of change. Let's be honest. Uh, when I was driving home from... Um, Sturgis on Friday, I I heard about what happened in California. A man held after four killed in a stabbing rampage in California. This was from Friday's uh, CNN. said a man who allegedly killed four people during a stabbing rampage in Southern California has been identified as a known gang member. Zachary Castaneda uh, went on a stabbing spree Wednesday night, according to Garden Grove Police. There were at least eight crime scenes in Garden Grove and Santa Ana, about 35 miles from Los Angeles. Castanega was a documented gang member, but did not say what gang he was affiliated with. Those killed include a security guard at 7-Eleven, two people at a suspect's apartment complex, and another person outside a Subway restaurant. Authorities said two others were injured. 
He faces multiple charges, including four counts of murder, one count of attempted murder with premeditation, one count of assault with a deadly weapon, one count of aggravated mayhem, one count of first-degree residential burglary, and three counts of second-degree robbery. We don't know if the motive behind this was purely for robbery, but there was no indication that this was a hate crime. We just know this was a random act of violence, and the guy unleashed evil across our two counties. Wow. We don't know if this was a hate crime. Those are some of the strangest words I think I've ever heard. For some reason now, when you kill someone, uh, and it's because you don't like this color color of their skin, uh, that's different than just killing somebody. Uh, I've never made sense of this. It doesn't make sense to me. When when you have enough rage uh, to take someone's life, to repeatedly stab them, to choke them, to, to squeeze the air out of them, or to do enough physical harm, uh, to to cause them to no longer live, I would think that that falls under the definition of a hate crime. But you know, it's interesting because I don't watch the news a lot anymore, but uh, I haven't heard these cries uh, for people to ban knives. It's usually whenever anybody gets killed in a, with, a, with a gun, it's the ban to, to, we want to ban knives, we want to attack uh, everybody that's conservative. We want to attack anybody that believes uh, in freedom uh, and the right to own weapons. Which brings us to the other one, uh, El, pa- El Paso, Dayton, and Gen Z. So many young men feel rage and despair. Here's how to save our kids. And this is by Robbie Ludwig. Uh, she's a nationally known psychotherapist. Uh, and here's what she said. She said, mass killings appear to be happening with an increased and frightful frequency. And as we search for answers, it is easy, perhaps even tempting, to point the finger at one single cause or particular group. For example, as a therapist who provides commentary on the psycho- psychological facets of crime, I am often asked, why are these mass shooters pre- predominantly young men? One emotional reason is that these killers often feel profoundly powerless. They have low self-esteem and grossly mismanage their intensified rage. The anger becomes more insidious over time until it becomes massively destructive. Now, this is what's so important. These killers often feel profoundly powerless. There are so many people today feeling powerless that they they don't matter. They have no control. They have low self-esteem grossly mismanage their intensified rage. The anger becomes more insidious over time until it becomes massively destructive. For them, she says, it's easier to feel anger than it is to feel sadness, to feel strong than it is to feel weak, and to achieve infamy than it is to achieve fame. It's easier to scapegoat and project one's self-hatred onto innocent people than it is to feel like a dismal failure who has no chance to achieve traditional success. And see, ladies and gentlemen, that's why I do what I do. That's why I do my leadership training at likeitmatters.net, Leadership Awakening, Leadership Adventure. That is why I do this radio show. It's not because I need your money. It's not because I need you to sign up for a class. We are seriously lacking in this world, in this country, emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the ability to have the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, directed toward the right person in the right way. And this is not easy, but it's transformational. It can change your life. It can always change your life. And see, this is why I get so stirred up. And every once in a while, I got the producers at radio station, oh, well, don't talk about stabbing someone with a pencil. Don't talk about this. I'm going to keep this all clean so that everybody will listen. And I got to be honest with you, it frustrates me. We sugarcoat it. We put a little gloss on it. We put lipstick on a pig, as they say. But there's a real issue here. There's a lot of people out there feeling discounted. There's a lot of people out there feeling like they don't matter. There's a lot of people out there that feel like they don't belong. And the key is to make them understand what's going on. The key is to make them understand that they do belong. 
But in order to do this, we got to get inside their head. And this is every single human being. This is not just the one that pick up a knife, pick up a gun. Because before they pick up a knife and pick up a gun, they're just a normal person. They're just struggling to get through. They're wanting to make a difference. They want to know they matter. They want to know they're special, just like every other human being. And today, we're going to talk about keeping the change because we can do all kinds of things. We can go to two-and-a-half-day intensives. We can go on mission trips. We can go on honeymoons and have these emotional, incredible experiences. But how do we change and then keep the change? I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you, what do, can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things change the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge, and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I attended that half-day class and um, fell in love with it after that, I was absolutely honored percent sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough and nothing could be further from the truth. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Raleigh, North Carolina, November 7th to the 9th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about keeping the change. You know, I just got back from a mission trip in Sturgis. Every year I go to Sturgis. And it's just phenomenal, the change that takes place, the impact that we get to have on other people's lives. Uh, and being away for five or six days and then coming back to life uh, is hard. Uh, and what stirred me up is, uh, you know, when I got back from uh, Sturgis, I had a lot of texts from uh, people. I was on the Sturgis trip. And this one text, and I actually got it from three different people in different ways. But I think this was the, the, the best enunciation, if you will, of the intent. It said, this was a text I got. It said, hey, Black, it's hard to go home after being loved on for a week and to go home and be ignored. Very lonely. 
And, you know, that's what I've learned over the years. You know, I, I live in a very deep place with a lot of people. My leadership training, I go very structural. I go very deep. Two and a half days where we basically take a look at people's belief systems. Now, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And a lot of people don't know what's going on in the world. They, they can't process their emotions. They don't know how it works. And one thing I like to do is teach people how they work. One of my favorite quotes is from Dr. Viktor Frankl, who's uh, considered the founder of logotherapy. And he says, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And it seems to be like a lot of people today feel powerless. And if you've ever been on an airplane or ever been to a government office and you get frustrated where you just get ignored and if you get upset, then all of a sudden there's a problem and people now want to, to, to look at you and say, okay, you're the problem because you feel no one's listening to you. You don't matter that nobody cares. And boy, it seems to be that feeling is growing and growing and growing. I was reading from this article from this uh, psychologist. Her name is uh, Robbie Ludwig. And she's talking about so many young men feel rage and despair. And she says, here's how to save our kids. In the article I read from earlier, she says, as a society, we have not been adept at helping young men manage their feelings of hopelessness or emasculation. And see, here's the problem. We have a society in, in the political arena where the left side, you've got 19 people running for president, where the left side wants to emasculate men. I see it all the time, we hear it all the time, but no one wants to talk about that men don't matter. And let's be honest, I know some of you aren't going to like this, but the truth will set you free, but first it's going to make you miserable. Not only do men, that isn't true that in today's world that the society wants to tell men they don't matter, they want to tell white men that everything's their fault. And if you're constantly putting people down, as this woman said, emasculating people, you know, men are told and they're not supposed to this, they're not supposed to that, they're not supposed to be this. I mean, there are colleges there now that teach about toxic masculinity. Matter of fact, I truly believe that there's only one drug that's illegal on most liberal campuses, and that drug is testosterone. You can do anything else, you can part with any drug, but but to be a man today, there's a crime against it, unless you're a man of color. But if you're just a man and you don't have a lot of color to you, if you're white, you don't matter. She goes on to say, we need to educate our youth and help them identify and deal with their uncomfortable emotions. We must teach them that feeling vulnerable or weak does not make them failures. There needs to be a way to provide emotional management to all young boys, especially the troubled ones. It's extremely important to help them identify and recognize their anger as it arises. We must help these young men handle feeling weak and desperate in a more effective and non-destructive way. We must ensure they are not fueled by hateful rhetoric. And I don't know what xenophobia, I'm not sure what that, where that came in, hateful rhetoric and xenophobia. We also need to expand what it means to be a man so the disenfranchised don't choose killers as their idols. Every crime, she says, has a cultural backdrop. We live in a society that glorifies violence and guns. Movies often portray killers or criminals as brilliant or intriguing. And when media is omnipresent and there is so much horrifying news, it can be hard for anybody's boy, and she said my son, and his contemporaries to feel like they can create any positive change in the world. You see, that's what I'm talking about, this helplessness and this hopelessness. Again, how Lindsay said, man can live about 40 days without food, about three days without water, about eight minutes without air, but only for one second without hope. And these become habitual thoughts. See, we have habits all over. They're not just habits of like smoking or habits of going to the gym, but they're habits of thought, right? And th those habits of thought are called a lot of things, but they're called attitude. So I love this poem. I don't know who wrote it, but I like it. It says habits. A habit is a sticky thing. Much good or evil it can bring. It binds a victim, holds him fast, and keeps him in a vice-like grasp. Bad habits grow with extra speed, much like a healthy growing weed. The root grows deep, the stem grows stout. How difficult 
to pull it out. Good habits are a little slow. They need a lot of care to grow. If tended well, they grow more fair than any bloom a plant can bear. Good habits help us through all through life. Bad habits bring us pain and strife. Our habits, whether right or wrong, each day will grow more firm and strong. The habit of our thinking. What you might call attitude, right? Charles Swindoll, one of my favorite quotes on attitude. He says, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, the education, the money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, or a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. This thing called attitude, it's a basic structure of our beliefs. It's the mindset that we approach things with. Winston Churchill said, attitude is the little thing that makes the big difference. I'm working on a book with a Christian Grosso, a good friend of mine, called The Wow Factor. And he breaks down words. And we got to know what words mean. So many people are throwing around words, spewing words, and they have no idea what they mean. So attitude is a noun. It's a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. And think about this. we got the mainstream media that want to make 45% of all Americans deplorable because we vote for Donald Trump or because we support Donald Trump or because we want something to change in our government so we get some guy that neither party likes to make some change. But automatically we're told we're deplorable. Automatically we're told we don't matter. Automatically we're told we're we called names, we're called this, we're called that. We're told uh, we're nationalists, we're, we're white national. all this weird stuff. Not true at all. Don't you hear it? A subtle way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. If you're a parent of a typical teenager, then you know what attitude is, right? You know that look in their eyes or the flip in their hair or worse, the roll of their eyes. And by the way, this is from the book with Christian Grasso that we're doing called The Wow Factor where he wrote about attitude. Sometimes it can be just be the way they're standing. Of course, you want to be a great parent and you find yourself correcting your teen and then they give you an attitude. But what is it really? It is actually a little difficult to describe, right? What does a bad attitude look like? How about a good one? What about in the workplace? Would you hire someone that everyone you ask about the person said, oh, they have a bad attitude? What if you had a problem and you called the company that made your product and there was a customer service rep with a, quote, bad attitude? Even if you like the product or service, I suspect, like like I do, that would steer you away from the company. So what makes an attitude good or bad, Chris asks. Who can determine that presumed reality? An attitude is the way we express ourselves. Look at the prefix. The word at, it literally means expressing location or arrival in a particular place. So our attitude is our arrival to a position that is expressed. This is often presented in facial expressions, body language, the words we use. But let's be honest, it's really our inner view coming to the forefront, right? Make sense? Like a curtain that's being pulled back. And so we can adjust our attitude. How do you react when things do not go the way you expect them? Perhaps, just like when we were teens, you cop an attitude, right? And there are ways that we can address the attitude. Chris goes on to say the four L's to achieve a better attitude. Look for the positive. Listen for the motivation. 
Leverage what things you can change and leave the frustration hurts behind. But let's be honest, certain days are hard, right? And sometimes we don't want to change our attitude. So how do we go from an incredible experience, whether it be a leadership class, a mission experience, and how do we have that change on that process, on that vacation, on that four days or five days, And then we go back to an old environment and we go back to old ways. Wouldn't it be great if we could change ourselves, change our attitude, change our mindset and keep the change? And that's what we're talking about today on Like It Matters Radio. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images, you know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before first of all best investment i ever made secondly we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Raleigh, North Carolina, November 7th to the 9th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And my summer has been hectic. So uh, if you miss any of this radio show, because I'm sure like my summer's been hectic, maybe your summer's been hectic. And so, man, you can listen to this radio show in many different ways. First of all, you can just go to likeitmattersradio.com. LikeItMattersRadio.com, you can listen to this and many other archived messages. Now, if you're in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, the good news is you can listen to this radio show twice a day. So in the morning, you can hit it in its original form, uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. But we do replay on the drive home. 
from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you miss it in the morning, you can listen to it in the afternoon. And you can actually live stream with the local radio station there. If you go to uh, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, there you can listen live uh, anywhere you want in the world while you're driving down the street, on your phone, on your computer, whatever it is, uh, you can listen live. Now, because of our affiliation with the Minneapolis station, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio. We've got lots of listeners around the world, all through America. In China, Russia, Middle East, Sao Paulo, Brazil, that listen on iHeartRadio. And because of our affiliation with Minneapolis, all you got to do is go to iHeartRadio and uh, search Wellness Radio 1570. Wellness Radio 1570, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. There you'll find us. We are also in St. Louis on the Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. The St. Louis Gospel Experience, Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. You can like us on Facebook. And uh, Val puts great pictures every day about what I'm talking about. And if you go to iTunes, you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. Uh, And there you will find us uh, every single day on uh, Like It Matters Radio. Uh, If you go to iTunes, uh, they'll send you actually our little uh, podcast every day. And you can uh, listen to us daily. Highly recommend uh, 48 minutes a day. You know, in my leadership training, you can read about it like at matters.net. I tell you, give me 48 hours, I'll give you a new lease on life. But here in this radio show, it's about 48 minutes of content. About 48 minutes. An hour a day, an hour of power, what we call it. To keep your noodle growing, keep your noggin getting better and better and better. Everything we do or do not do is driven by our belief system, RBS. And we got to realize that our BS, most of our belief systems, been in place uh, since we've been six years old. And so part of what I do is I help people go into the structure, help them take a look at those driving forces, those unconscious forces. Because remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. And a lot of people, because there is a lot of pain, a lot of bitterness, they stuff, 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 snap. Stuff, 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 snap. That's why I I put myself on the other side of the training table on a regular basis. That's why I do uh, twice a year. I go and get outside my comfort zone. I go serve people. I go uh, in June. I go to uh, Minneapolis and study the Quran and learn how to talk to Muslims about Isa al-Masir, about Jesus the Messiah. Uh, And then every August I go to Sturgis and I go and serve bikers there. I go uh, approach people of different mindsets in both situations. I want to step outside my own comfort zone. I want to get myself out in other experiences. And one thing I love about getting out there in other experiences, and I'd highly recommend you go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you put you into another experience. But the key is when we go home, how do we keep it going? How do we keep it going? How do we keep the change? And so that's what I want to focus on today. First of all, I want you to understand that leadership is a loop. You got to flex your pecs, leaders. It's P-E-C. That's the loop. Remember, I always keep things like to do my best to keep things in two to threes. Why? Because we're natural born procrastinators. And the number one weapon formed against us is confusion. So we want to remove confusion. We want to keep it simple, soldier. I think all great leaders are good kissers. Keep it simple, soldier. Because the number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And I believe a leader's job is to remove confusion. And so what spurred this today shows on, uh, show, today's show on is I got a text from some guy who was on the mission trip with me in Sturgis. And he was kind of sad. And I had a, a text from another young lady, another young man. So basically three different texts. They didn't say the same thing, but basically inferred the same thing. That, wow, it's really hard coming back home. They went to a place where they were loved on, cared for. They mattered. They were pouring themselves out. They were up at 5 in the morning and going until 10, 11 o'clock at night, 24-hour prayer teams. And then they go back home, and it's a funk. If you've ever been on a mission trip, if you've ever been away on a vacation, 
something where you have a different mindset, where you act differently for a few days, where you act differently, think differently, perform differently for 5 to 12, 14 days, you realize you create a brand new pattern and then you come back home and it's like, whoa, what happened to the old pattern I was running while I was on my trip? You felt better, you looked different, you sounded better, you had more swing in your step, and then you come back home and what happens? So I want you to know that there's a reason for this. And it starts with our attitude. First of all, keep running the same pattern. One thing I told my friend is keep running the same pattern. The reason why he felt what he felt over the weekend over the week, I should say, is because of all the things they do. I talk about this in my training. My training's intense. It doesn't make sense. And what I work to do is get people on a different pattern, doing things different. The, the Bible says that there are two roads out there. One's got a narrow gate, it's a narrow path, and one's a wide gate with a wide path. And he said there, those two paths are leading either toward God or away from God. And the wide one that a lot of people are on, a lot of people are having fun, it's leading away from God. There's a smaller one, a narrow one with a narrow gate. The uh, proper transliteration would probably be turnstile. And very few are on it, but it's leading to life everlasting. And that's what you got to realize. And so what I want to do is help you have some tools to deal with this. Whenever you have a great experience, whether you go through my training, whether you go on a mission treatment uh, trip. But, you know, here's how about this one? Let's say you and your spouse uh, have some tough times and now all of a sudden you have a good weekend or a good evening and you want to start fresh. You want to use that as an impetus for beginning anew. How do you keep that? How do you keep the change? I've seen it happen. People had a good weekend. I've seen it happen when people come back to my training and they have a new lease on a relationship. And that could happen for a couple weeks, maybe a month. But what happens is they stop doing what they were doing and then their relationship goes back to a place that they didn't want it to begin with. And so as I told my friend, my fellow ministry trip, keep doing what you've been doing. Keep running the same pattern. Because leadership is a loop. you got to flex your pecs. It's permission. It's example. And it's culture. And so when I was talking to my friend, I said, Man, over the weekend, you gave people permission. We were giving each other permission. We were focusing on God. We were dedicating 100% of our time uh, to focus on God and serving Him and serving other people. And by us doing it, we gave ourselves permission. We need to make sure we're hanging around people that are giving ourselves ourselves permission to do good things. Because the P in PACS is about permission. We give people permission. When you live your life like it matters, it gives other people permission to do the same. When you love on your spouse, even when they're not loving, you give other people permission to do the same. We give people permission through our actions. Keep giving people that permission. The same permission you gave people on that five-day mission trip, keep giving the same people or new people the same permission. And then the ease, for example... A picture's worth a thousand words. People don't need another sermon. They need an example. The typical human being speaks 120 to 140 words per minute. On autopilot, if I don't think about it, I can get to 180. So one picture is the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. When you're on that mission trip, when you're on that vacation, When you had that start over a weekend with your spouse, what were you doing? What was the example? What were some of the pictures you saw? Remember, a picture's worth a thousand words. Maybe you were having a different look in your eye. Maybe you had a different demeanor. Maybe you were kinder with your words. Maybe you didn't take offense so easily. We got to see what we're doing to control that attitude. That's why I brought attitude in so early. Attitude's so critical, right? The attitude we embrace for that day dictates so much. Lots depends on things because of our attitude. Your attitude uh, equates to your altitude. 
And so you got to make sure you're doing the same example. What were you doing on that mission trip? What were you doing on that weekend getaway with your spouse? What were you doing uh, in Leadership Awakening? That's what I tell people. You're going to feel great things because of what you've done the last two days. And if you start doing those, those things you've done the last two days, you'll stop feeling the way. Which brings us to culture. Culture is the soil. From good culture comes good produce. From bad culture comes bad produce. Culture is a series of repeated norms, repeated acceptable behaviors. And I know that when we were on that ministry trip out in Sturgis, we did things different. We got up earlier. We spent two hours a day praying to God. Our entire focus was on serving God, serving people. We woke up talking to Jesus. We went to bed talking to Jesus. Our entire conversation was around that. Our entire activity and attitude was around serving other people. Huh, I wonder if we duplicated that pattern, if we would still feel what we're feeling. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about keeping the change. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Join our Posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition... Think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and I want you to know I am going to be on the road for the next week. So uh, uh, my summer's been really overbooked, and uh, man, I've been making a huge impact, been changing some lives, got a couple ministry opportunities in the summer, uh, but I am a little bit slammed. And so this will be my last week on the road. I have a trip at the end of the month in Chicago, 
But uh, when I get back from this trip to uh, Sacramento, uh, I will be back in the studio more and more and more. Uh, so be doing some brand new radio shows. But uh, starting uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, run a series. Uh, uh, the next five shows will be uh, Like It Matters. And what does it mean breaking down it? Uh, it matters what you believe. It matters who you are. It matters what you do. It matters what you think. It matters what you say. So a great series of shows. Uh, but we will not be uh, back in the studio until the following Wednesday. And today we're talking about keeping the change because, you know, a lot of people go to a lot of things, whether it be vacation, whether it be going to ministry trips, whether it go to incredible training. And then after a couple of days, they're right back to where they were. And I want to suggest that we can keep the change. Keep the change. Uh, and a couple ways to do that. Number one, I share this uh, this book called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. Uh, Shad Helmstetter studied a lot of motivational trainings, um, books, theories, ideas. He talked to trainers, participants, uh, those that were successful and those that were not. And in his research, he found out there's three things clearly missing from most of the success literature and trainings. And he says, you got to have these things to have lasting change. So I want to tell you, these three things right here are how you keep the change. That's what he's saying. That in order to keep the change, when you go through a phenomenal experience, you need to have three things in order to keep that change. This is what you got to get. Number one, you've got to remember uh, permanence. See, when we're on that mission trip or we're in leadership awakening, there there's a structure in place. Structure in place. And that structure demands an outcome. And so you got to realize even the best of ideas work only for a time. Without constant attention and effort, even the most exciting success breakthroughs run their course and eventually end up on our list of good ideas and good intentions. See, we've got to have built-in ways to keep them working. Books and, uh, and memories don't just jump on the shelf and say, Hey, uh, remember me? Why aren't you doing what I told you to do? So we've got to remember these things. The key is remembering. We've got to put plans in place. When we were on our mission trip in Sturgis, we had times to get up. We had ex things to do. We had assignments to do. And maybe we got to add some more structure to our life. A lot of people, when they're on a vacation, on a mission trip, they go to my training. There's a structure that's in place. And then when they go back home, that entire structure has changed. So what if you duplicated the structure? What if whatever thing you did, whether that was a good weekend with your spouse, you know, the Bible talks about your first love. What if you, you forgot your first love? Go back to doing what you were doing when you were so in love. You can do that in a marriage. You can do that in a ministry trip. Go back to doing what you did the last five days and keep doing that and see if you still feel that way. You've got to program some pieces in. I had a pastor one time say, you know, the best thing I ever did for my spiritual walk was put my shoes under my bed. Because every morning I had to get on my knees to put my shoes under my bed. And every morning uh, I had to get on my knees to get my shoes outside of my bed. You see? So it mandated, forced him to get on his knees. You've got to schedule, program in structure. Number two, he says, the second missing ingredient is understanding how we work. He says the physiological process of the human brain based on what we now know about actual mind-brain functions. You got to know how habits work. You got to know how we put structure in place. Throughout our lives, the brain retains a high degree of plasticity. It changes in response to experience. We got to remember how the brain works. That's why I teach you how your brain works. The brain's the gateway for all our sensations and the weaver of all our experience. And while most of us are convinced that exercise increases our physical well-being, it's less commonly appreciated that the brain also must be exercised. You've got to work your brain. That's one of the things I do on this radio show. When you come to our class, I teach you how you work. You need to work, learn as much as possible about how your brain works. I mean, we've known it's proven you can reduce chances that you develop Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia if you think of education as a lifelong process. Because many of us experience physical and psychological responses, thoughts, words, and behaviors of others. So you got to know about transactional analysis. you got to know that the mind is six times faster than you can talk. 
You've got to know how you create experience. That's why I teach you the basics of transactional analysis. By Dr. Eric Byrne, there's a stimulus and a response. But the stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens, we go to our three channels. We see something from our past. We hear something from our past. And we experience something from our past. And then we respond to that. You got to know the basis of emotional intelligence. A lot of Dr. Dan Goldman's work. Got to know logotherapy, the work by Dr. Viktor Frankl who says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. Neuro-linguistic programming. How we create experience. You've got to know how you work. And that's why I teach so much of this on how you work. Because once you know how you work, you can then change how you work to get different results. That's the key. So you got to know those are the first two things. And the second ingredient is about knowing how you work, the physiological processes. And I teach you a lot on this radio show, but not anywhere close to what you'll learn by going to likeitmatters.net. And thirdly, and he says the third missing ingredient, the most important of all, is a new word-for-word set of directions, new programming to the subconscious mind, which is technically the control center of the brain. A specific programming vocabulary that you can use all the time in a specific way. That and you use it to erase and replace old negative programming with positive new directions. That's why I said that we're going to have to solve this problem. It's a mind game. The battle is the mind. And once you understand that, then you can change things. And when you know how your brain works, you can make things different. See, the brain is different from every other organ in our body. While the liver and the lungs and the kidney wear out after a certain number of years, the brain gets sharper the more it's used. But we have a problem. We're telling people not to think. We're telling people what to think. And we got all this bitterness, all this hatred, all this anger, and yet we're so wrapped up in condoning our own anger and hatred while condemning everybody else's. But the problem is when the election goes away because we want to believe that, you know, uh, if you vote, if you don't vote, the other person's going to get elected and your world's going to be destroyed. And so we get people all ginned up with anger and hatred and bitterness. If you don't believe me, t- go out there and tell someone you support Trump. Wear a Make America Great Again hat. People beat you up. People spit on you. People hate on you. And yet we got people on the other side of the aisle wondering why there's so much anger. You know, really ironic that all these stabbings in California, that no one's talking about banning knives. But yet, someone gets shot, and everybody's going to ban ban guns. Well, between you and I, i got to be honest with you, if you're going to take me out, I'd rather you put a bullet in my head than chop me up. I'd rather you shoot one bullet and take me out than to, to take a knife and stab me over and over. You got to realize who we are and why we're here. And ladies and gentlemen, when you know who you are and why you're here, you can rise. You know, we're going to get knocked down alive, but we can pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and hit again. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may tread me in the very dirt, but still like dust I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with a certainty of tides, just like hope springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard, because I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meetings of my thighs? Out of the huts of history's shame I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in the pain I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide. Welling and swelling I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise. I rise. I rise. And just like Maya Angelou, you too can rise. You can overcome anything. You can change your life and keep the change. 
Go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you be the man or woman that you were created to be. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before, at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. 